welcome to another day, another week, another self-care experience as we dive deeper into the wonders of the human body and the mind. And today we're going to tap into a little bit of what we see when we're looking. For a lot of us, we struggle with wanting answers for things. We get kind of get lost in searching, um, which creates a sense of um, feeling unsettled. So, and I'll start off with something that happened to me this morning. I went for a walk this morning and as I'm walking, there are, I live in a busy neighborhood. So there are a lot of kids getting ready to go to school. And what ended up happening was, um, it's Friday. So there's, um, I stop, uh, I pass this home and I see this girl sitting there and she's sitting there next to, I see a kid and I see tights and a skirt. And then I see titsis and I see payas and I see a yarmulke and I get really confused. And I was like, what is going on here? Is this a girl? Is this a boy? Realizing, right? It took my mind a minute to realize that it's Friday. And that was a girl dressed up as a Shabbos tati going to school. So the reason I bring this up is because it's really relevant to the topic that we're going to talk about today. What happens in our life is just like in that kind of experience, we, when we don't understand something and when something doesn't make sense to us, there begins to, there, there's a turmoil that begins within and there's sometimes insecurity stacked on confusion what keeps on happening is, is we keep looking, we keep looking, keep looking till it makes sense when it makes sense. So in that scenario, I was looking, trying to figure out what was going on or was I missing something? As soon as I figured out that it was a girl going to school as a Shabbos Tati, my mind kind of just relaxed. We, we search, we look, like if you're walking down the street and you see somebody from far, and you're not sure if it's somebody you recognize or not, you'll keep looking until you get your answer. Now, what happens for a lot of us is that in life, when we're not sure of something, we keep seeking rather than taking the time to see, right? In that first story that I said, my brain had to compute a few things. I I had to take into consideration that it was Friday. I had to trust in the process, right? That there was something I had to understand here and that there was a reason, right? Then my brain came together and put the full picture together. So when we, in life in general, for so many of us, when we struggle, right? So a few things that come up when we are in a space where we're unsure is we naturally, our brain keeps looking, right? So it's like connecting the dots and more dots show up. But there's a sense of confusion, a sense of feeling unsettled, a sense of insecurity that we, we're not sure what we're actually looking at. Um, we're not understanding, right? The process, we're not able to either process. So um, I've shared this from Zizek, um once before, where he says that 
um, when things are aligned, right? When there's balance, everything collapses into nature. Going back to that story, the moment I was able to get clarity about what I was seeing, I began to relax. My body began to relax. My nervous system calmed down. Now, when we do this, when we do this practice, we're dealing a lot with those interior pieces. Um, for a lot of people, they just think, oh, I thought this, I thought that, I wasn't sure, I figured it out, and off I go. But they don't spend enough time understanding the impact that certain things have on you, on every single one of us as we go through different different conversations. Because really what it is, is, is it's a conversation with ourselves, where a lot of us, as soon as we relax into ourselves, we usually get the clarity we need. When we go through a process like this, we, we begin to understand where we really trust ourselves or, or we don't, because what it does is it escalates the time frame. In general, we have time to work on things. We have a process. But when we're in a, an active situation and we need the information, usually all we have is ourselves to rely on in this case, right? When we want things to make sense to us. So if we start to build, it goes back to building on those four, on the four, you know, basic values where the core values, where if you've eaten, sleep, you've slept, you, you did some movement and you have a spiritual practice, we'll start with the spiritual practice. You know that there's a higher power. So there has to be this trust in the higher power. There has to be trust in the process itself, knowing that everything has it's timing, right? When we believe in a higher power, we believe that Hashem gives us everything at the right time. Something really interesting that um, I've experienced was that I found that around the times that I've had yantif or family simchas, Hashem's been really kind to me and sales have been lower. So when it came to work, there was less work available. And in, in the past, I would get worried. I would be all worried and saying, oh my gosh, there isn't sales and this and that. And what I realize now that there's a higher, I'm saying when I deepen my relationship with the higher power is that every, there, with for everything there's the right time and that is a chesed. That means that it's not that there aren't going to be sales. I'm doing the work. I'm putting in the work um, to, to create a successful self and business and operation, right? Home. Um, and Elon Musk, Musk said a really, really great quote. He says, um, you get paid depending on the problem you could solve. So if if you can make sandwiches, that's what you're going to get paid to do. But if you can, right, so that's like working in a fast food restaurant. But if you're in a space or a position where you're able to really solve bigger problems, the value of who you become is much higher. And then you get paid depending on the, you know, the problem that you can solve. Why I'm bringing that up is because as we, the more us as women work on building our interior selves, the more problems we can solve, not only for our family, um, not only for ourselves, but also for our family, our community, we can really help make a huge difference just by understanding the interior of ourselves. 
So it's not necessarily almost always about a financial give and take or exchange. It's also about a spiritual exchange, right? A spiritual exchange, a physical exchange, um, even, even now. So one thing that I've learned also from my mother was that like, I had to give class now. I wanted to give class. This is something that I, the whole world has to wait and I want to show up and do this practice um, because it's it has so much value in my eyes. And I live on a block that has terrible parking. I live near a hospital and there's never parking. And I knew, and I said to Hashem, I was like, Hashem, I need to go give class. You you need to find me parking. Um, and that was it. And that was it. And I just collapsed into that reality and asked him for that help. And I found a spot and I was able to show up. Otherwise I would be circling for another 45 minutes. But when we have a spiritual exchange, when we know that there's a higher power, we're able to connect on a deeper level and communicate on a different level. So there's that trust that he will help solve certain things for us. Um, and then the other stuff is just doing hishtadlos, where uh, something really great that I shared with, 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 with um, actually came up quite a few times this week in um, privates and then in different public settings as well, where um, people, like I'm encouraging people to do movement, right? So movement's a really big one. Uh, when we spend some time really working on our core, right? When we work on our core, it really, really helps us with digestion. For a lot of people, they focus a lot on their diet and that is really important. So diet and sleep is really important. But why the core is so important is because if you think of needing teeth to chew, you need a core to digest food. And that's why if you think about a baby, a baby, you give them bottles usually when they're eating food, they're able to move. And it kind of works hand in hand because as soon as they start building their core muscles, they can then di start digesting food. Naturally, their teeth also start to come in, which is the indication that they can also eat certain foods. But it usually aligns with when they begin to build their core. As adults, for a lot of us, we struggle with not having a core. So it's just a recommendation that movement's so, so important because it is such a big advocate for the way our digestive system works. Um, you know, if we struggle with digestive, you know, constipation, bloating, irritation, any of that kind of stuff end up, and it ends up creating more toxins in the body where we don't have um, an active, right? An active um, interior where the organs can't do their jobs on the levels they can do them. So that kind of leans into the health and wellness where making sure that you know we're also hydrating properly and the nutrition that we're eating is it um, suffices. So um, just noticing what it is that you are eating that will help with the digestion and then sleep. Sleep, I can't say this enough, is it's not about just sleeping when you're tired, but making sure that you have good sleeping patterns, right? Now, when all of those things are supportive and we have that dynamic of and that kind of consistency available, what ends up happening is 
when we go out into the world and we look at things and we search, we're not searching from a place of an empty cavity of, 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 of looking to fill something, but it almost complements the experience uh, that we have. Because for a lot of us, if we are not aligned or not balanced, a lot of the insecurities that do show up, show up from a place um, where it's just like, it's it's just mirroring our um, our mood. So if we're tired, we're not going to have enough nerves to to see something properly. It might irritate us more. Um, so the symptoms are animated. They're they're more intense. And for most of us, we deal with that more than we deal with the actual problems themselves. When we're in the place where we are feeling content and completely supported, then when we do see something, we're able to trust. We're able to take that time to trust that what we're seeing will make sense to us and we won't continue to search. One of the things that social media has created or even um, with fashion, you know, fashion's turned into a 52 weeks of, of, of different fashion elements rather than uh, it used to be like four seasons, right? So now there's like new stuff every single day, everywhere. What that kind of does is creates a pattern of constantly searching. So for a lot of us, we naturally get into the disposition of constantly searching because either social media or just even the internet, right, is 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 this place of constant search. And then what ends up happening is even though there's so much available to us, it just creates a pattern of searching rather than creating a healthy space where we're we're making decisions from an interior. And then what happens is is that if you're natural in naturally in the space where you're constantly looking, going back to that first story I I shared and noticing the sensations that come up for you when you're in that place, you're always at a disadvantage if you're constantly searching. So if the pattern becomes searching and we're constantly in a sense of a disadvantage, we'll never, we'll never get our answers because we can't predict the internet. The algorithms keep changing. The players keep changing. And the only consistency we have or we can depend on is our own, even the news. We we can't control what's going on. We can't, we can't. but what we, what we can control is our relationship with it. And if it's that we can't go about our day, we have to constantly search and know, right? There will always be something else to know. I'm not saying you shouldn't do your due diligence. Go ahead, but just notice Notice that as you move into your life, into your day, how much of your day is searching? How much of your day is looking? How much of your day is seeking? And then how much of your day do these symptoms keep showing up that kind of disarm you, deregulate you, um, create more insecurities? Because that's it impacts, it chips away at who we are. And the misconception is, is that we're, we're current, we're being current, right? By knowing more, by understanding more, by being part of it, it's going to help us somehow. 
but it doesn't. What it ends up doing is just creating more confusion, inconsistency, and it pries on our insecurities and the negative side of who we are in the sense of, as I said before, it deregulates. So notice just as you move through your day, what are those sensations that come up when you're in certain places? Now, unfortunately, for a lot of us, we've gotten a lot of endorphins, right? We think there's a there's a rush, you know, even the shopping thing of of searching, finding something we want to buy, and then buying it. There's this this constant relationship with looking, finding it, and buying it. So just notice if notice that pattern and how strong that for all of us, um, how we all we all kind of got addicted to that kind of disposition. So as you move through your day, take that time to see if that's something that is important for you to shift or change and um, and let me know how it goes. We'll open it up for questions. Thank you so much for joining me here today. Um, and for the ones of you that are going, have a beautiful, beautiful Shabbos. Mm-hmm.